welcome to the show. I'm Chris Oldcorn. First thing I'm going to talk about today is Finance Minister Morneau yesterday held a press conference at 2 in the afternoon. The government now has started to provide details about what they're calling the Canadian Emergency Wage Subsidy. Now, what is the Canadian Emergency Wage Subsidy? It is the program where the employer will only have to pay 25% of an employee's salary and the government will pay 75%. It will roll out where over the next four months, if you qualify, you will be able to have the government pay 75% of your employee's salaries. Now, how does this work? First, you have to show that you're able to pay your 25% of the salary. You then also have to show that your revenue has dropped by 30% year over year. So the way that works is, is you take your revenue from March 2019 and compare it to your revenue for March 20. If there's a 30% drop between 2019 and 2020, you will qualify automatically for the wage subsidy. However, if you are a new business, they do have a different way of figuring out how your revenue has dropped to see if you qualify. There's more information on that, uh, which will be up shortly on the CRA website, Canadian Revenue Agency. You will apply for the wage subsidy through the Canadian Revenue Agency portal, uh, just the same that you would be applying for personally for the CERB, the Canadian Emergency Response Benefit. Now, this program is going to cost us approximately $71 billion over the next four months. The government is hoping that they can shore up the economy by pumping more money into it so that people can keep working through this time so that we get out of what we are in now, which is basically a recession, and this doesn't turn into a depression. Basically, the government's trying to stop this from being 1929 all over again, and that we'll just be in a short recession while COVID-19 is basically ravaging the planet, but at some point it, it will be brought under control and things will hopefully return back to normal. What that new normal will look like, we don't know yet. However, at least the government is doing what they can to try and help people through this time. New research out shows that healthy people can now spread the COVID-19 virus, and they have been. Unfortunately, it's hard for the scientists to actually track COVID-19 and what happens in terms of transmission. And so now there's going to be some new guidance that has been issued by the CDC with regards to how COVID-19 is actually transferred from one individual to another. Around 10% of the new infections for COVID-19 come from people who have been exposed to someone who's carrying the virus, but the person has absolutely no symptoms at all of the virus. However, they are transferring it from one individual to another. Now, the CDC, in response to several studies that have come out on this has issued new guidance. So the agency's new guidance targeted people who have no symptoms. So you're asymptomatic, you have absolutely no symptoms at all, but were exposed to others with known or suspected infections. It essentially says that anyone may be a carrier, whether that person has symptoms or not. Now, what we do know is that we have a fairly large study from Singapore, and this is where this kind of came from because in Singapore, they tracked 243 cases of the coronavirus from mid-January to mid-March. And 157 of the 243 cases were people who contracted the virus who had not traveled, and they found that 
the so-called pre-symptomatic people triggered infections in seven different clusters of the disease, which accounted for almost 6% of the total cases in Singapore in that study. So people who have absolutely no symptoms at all are able to transmit the disease, never even get COVID-19 where it actually activates in their body. Now, in China, they found that 10% of transmissions came from one person to another where one person had no symptoms at all and they transmitted from an infected person that they were exposed to, that person was fine, and then they exposed someone else and that person got the disease. Now, the CDC director, Dr. Robert Redfield, estimates that 25% of people who are infected with COVID-19 are asymptomatic. In other words, they have absolutely no symptoms of COVID-19. However, they are still transmitting it from one individual to another. We'll be right back. And welcome back. 93% of the world's population presently lives in a country where there are travel restrictions because of the coronavirus. Right now, 7.2 billion people, 7.2 billion people are living where there is a restriction on people arriving into the country who aren't citizens or residents. So in other words, not allowing tourists, business travelers, or even new immigrants coming into the country. About 3 billion people on the planet right now have completely shuttered their borders to non-citizens and non-residents. And even some countries, like Ecuador, won't even allow their own citizens to come back if they're not already in the country. Right now, the U.S. has banned travel from China, Iran, and certain European countries. Uh, that also includes uh, anyone that was in those countries 14 days prior to trying to come to the U.S. Um, as we know, we're a border town here. Only absolutely essential travel is going over the Canadian-U.S. border. Same goes for the border between Mexico and the U.S. The U.S. has completely stopped taking uh, the uh, migrants coming in at the southern Mexico border as well. So we're, what we're seeing across the world right now is 93% of people are in countries with travel restrictions. Right now, we're going to also look at another issue. Yesterday I spoke about different parts of the world, specifically Syria, uh, Gaza, uh, and also Yemen, on how they're having problems containing the virus. Well, there's a refugee camp in Greece right now. Uh, it has approximately 2,300 people in it, and over 20 people have tested positive for COVID-19 for at least the last two weeks. But here's the concerning part. Everyone in that camp was tested. However, the 20 who have it are showing mild to no symptoms at all, which they're not sure why that happens to be, but they're testing positive and they're having almost no symptoms. The problem with refugee camps is people get packed in in very tight spaces because there's just not a lot of space to begin with and constantly they don't have running water necessarily where they can wash their hands with soap. There's not the same sanitization practices that we have here. You know, like when you go to the bathroom here, that bathroom has been cleaned, you know, with disinfectant and so on. When you're in a refugee camp, you're looking at using porta potties and other unsanitary ways of dealing with human waste and human uh, liquids, uh, because we know that COVID-19 is spread via saliva, for example. Now, it's very likely that more refugee camps across the world, as they're being tested, will also show to have the COVID-19 virus. Uh, 
Now, hopefully this won't build into a massive epidemic within those refugee camps and that they'll find ways to control it. But right now, we don't know if that's even possible. We'll be right back. Welcome back. A record 6.6 million Americans just filed for unemployment this week. Analysts were only predicting between 3 and 6 million, and that number was blown out with the 6.6 .6 million mark. Most analysts were actually expecting 3.5 million jobless claims. Now, why were the numbers so high? Well, with social distancing and so many Americans having jobs, for example, in the tourism and restaurants and so on, all those businesses are completely shut down, more or less, other than some takeout and delivery. So there's a lot of the entire American economy that's dependent on tourism and business travel that is just not happening. And unfortunately, those numbers are going to continue to go up. As you can see on the chart, which we're going to put on the screen for you, this is a massive spike, up to 6.6 .6 million in one week. Last week, it was, it was 3 million. Now, on that chart, there's one thing that we need to point out. Back in the financial crisis in 2008, the worst week, the worst week, was only 650,000 unemployment applications. So this is 6 million higher, basically, than the worst week from the financial crisis in 2008. We are entering uncharted territories now with regards to the economy and what's going to happen. We just don't know how the economy will bounce back after this is all over. However, also yesterday, another record in the US, they, they topped a thousand deaths in one day, which actually is double what the amount of deaths they reported on Tuesday, which was also a new record. Now more people are dying from COVID-19 than are dying from two of America's most deadly illnesses, which is lung cancer and the flu. Now, I want to just point out some numbers here with regards to how many people are dying and where, where they're expecting to peak. So the modeling right now is showing that they're going to peak at around 2,200 deaths per day by mid-April, which is more than double how many people died yesterday. Right now, America's number one killer is heart disease, and it kills 1,772 people per day. So COVID-19 is going to kill 500 people or more per day than America's next biggest killer, which is uh, heart disease. Now, the flu, the ordinary flu, the one where you go and get the flu shot every year to try and prevent getting the flu, it kills on average 508 people a day. So COVID-19 is actually now killing twice as many people per day as the regular flu is. Now, they have seen a drop this year, for example, in how many people are dying from the flu. Uh, it's actually down to 383 because more people are dying from COVID-19 uh, than are dying from the flu right now. Normally the flu is just the flu and it doesn't have competition from another flu-like virus like COVID-19. Now, Dr. Fauci, who's on the uh, White House uh, Corona Task Force, he's also the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, said that we need to come up fast with a vaccine because he's predicting and they're not 100% sure on this, but they are predicting another wave of COVID-19 outbreaks in the fall. Right now, every year, in the last 10 years on the flu, there's been 9 to 45 million people who have 
contracted the regular flu and anywhere from 140 to 810 hospitalizations and 12 to 61,000 deaths per year from the average flu. The modeling for this virus in the U.S. alone is going to show anywhere from 100,000 deaths to 240,000 deaths. Obviously, this is much more serious than the regular flu. Hopefully, we will have vaccinations and treatments for this in the next little while because that would be fantastic. Now, we're going to go to a commercial break. Thank you for watching The Chris Oldcorn Show. I'm Chris Oldcorn. I'll see you tomorrow morning on Special Report Morning Edition at 8 a.m. on On TV. Please follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Chris Oldcorn to keep up with the latest updates on COVID-19 and other things happening in the political world. Also, listen to our podcast on Spotify. Search for The Chris Oldcorn Show. You'll be able to get an audio version of this show. So I will see you tomorrow back here at 7 p.m. or at 8 a.m. on The Morning Show. Have a fantastic evening. See you tomorrow morning.